coming up, or right now actually, on the second Sunday of the month, um, we love to take an opportunity to um, just hear about missions and things that are happening around the world and in our global partnerships and ministry and just other things we're doing as a church. And uh, that's something we're doing this weekend. And I get to, I get the privilege of introducing my wife because she had the awesome opportunity to, to um, go on a mission trip to Moldova, a medical mission trip. And she got back a week and a half ago. That's how bad my time is. <laughs> it's been a really long <laughs> week, apparently. <laughs> but um, she's had a lot of people asking about her trip and things that she did. And uh, she is eight months pregnant, too. So this was quite a, quite a step of faith for her. Um, but she's got a lot of uh, stories and pictures that she wanted to share with you. Um, and this is just something we really love as a church. Uh, you know, just when we have the opportunity to send people, and even when they're, when they're related to you, it's even, it's even cooler because she comes back and she's just like on fire for what God is doing. Doing and uh, just through her giftings and her skill sets as, as just in her vocation as a nurse uh, and just I, I hope that this kind of encourages you to think about where you're at in life or maybe just dreams of things you would like to do or see uh, God use you in and um, how you can step out in that way so and you can even be eight months pregnant and still do it so take it away honey um, so first of all I just wanted to say thank you to the entire church body this as Corey said, you know, was a big step of faith for me. And this is one of the most expensive trips I'd ever been on. And uh, haven't really had to fundraise for trips in a long time. And thanks to all you guys and, and family and friends from around, my trip was completely funded. And I even had people coming up and talking to me, asking me um, if they could still donate after. So just a big thank you to everyone who supported me. And as Corey said, I was... 28 weeks when I traveled there, 28, nine weeks when I came back. And I think that week that I was there was the most comfortable I've been pregnancy-wise <laughs> in a very long time. So I really could feel all of your prayers. So thank you very much for praying. While, uh, while I was gone, I, I could definitely feel all you guys with me. So I went with a organization called Global Health Outreach. They are part of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. And um, we went to, they take 40 to 50 trips a year all around the country, or all around the world. We went to Moldova. Next slide shows you where Moldova is. It's between Romania and Ukraine and Eastern Europe. We flew in and out of the capital, uh, Chisnau, that's starred there. Um, so we stayed our first night there and our last night there. Well, last night I left at 3 o'clock in the morning, so it doesn't really count as a night, I guess. But, um, but then we actually traveled to very small, but um, just a little bit northeast of Chisnau is a town called uh, Kriulin, and that's actually where we did clinic. Um, so we stayed the first night in, uh, in Chisnau, and then we met our translators, packed up on a bunch of buses, and, and went out to, to Kriulin. We set up clinic. We started the next day. We did four and a half days of clinic and saw just under 700 patients. So we hit the ground running and we ran <laughs> the entire time. So this is the clinic. Um, it was actually set up in a technical school, mostly boys ages 16 to 22. There were some uh, women because they, they had a, a sewing program, but for the most part, it was a lot of, a lot of young men running around. So this was actually one of their dormitories, and we took over the bottom floor, essentially. So there's a long hallway. All of those rooms where, different, where all the different doctors and 
things were set up. So each of the room had a table. We tried to move as many of the beds out as we could, but some of them had, <laughs> had beds in there. And these beds were from the Soviet Union, so they basically were like spring hammocks. <laughs> People were very uncomfortable. Luckily, I didn't have to stay there, so I got, a, I got to sleep on a very hard bed, but at least it wasn't one of the Soviet beds. We had triage out front of the doors there that you can see were kind of set up. We did every patient that came through, no matter what they were coming for, went through triage. So uh, got to see pretty much all 700 patients, which was exciting, but also very busy. And the only day I didn't do triage, I did. I helped in the pharmacy, even though they didn't really need my help. The pharmacist, she's been to Moldova twice, and. Um, Ukraine once, so she actually knew how to say these are your vitamins and how, how to give them in both Romanian and Russian. So she basically was self-sustaining. So it's kind of interesting to see that. I learned how to hand out cough drops, and I said it wrong every single time, and the translator still had to fix it anyways. But I tried all day long handing out cough drops. But every patient that went through, whether they got eyeglasses, whether they saw the doctor, whether they saw the physical therapist, whatever they came for, they still went and got vitamins and got a tract with that and we were able to speak with them. And most of the medications were actually bought in country, which is kind of interesting twist on missions over there. Go to the next slide. So besides, we had four doctors, including a pediatrician. We had a pediatric nurse practitioner, an ERPA, and then we also had a dentist who was actually Moldovan, which was kind of cool. So she was able to see patients, and she actually really only saw the same, I think it was seven patients, something like that. But she had them come back every day so that she could you know, check and see how they were doing. They needed multiple extractions. And uh, so she was really able to build a, a good relationship with them and pray with them and speak with them. And, and she um, had actually met our team a little a couple days late because she was traveling from India. She had been over there doing a mission trip there and she she uh, sold all of her belongings before she went to India and she's like, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do now. I know you know God wants me to God wants me to work so I have my passport, my Bible and no money. I said, Well that sounds like a missionary to me so um, <laughs> so she's um, was a really great asset to have and she she uh, just shine the love of Jesus so it was really great and uh, we also had a glasses station like dollar store reading glasses those were the hit everyone wanted these dollar store reading glasses we had tons of people coming asking for an ophthalmologist which unfortunately we didn't have but they were still able to just get these cheap little glasses and with the glasses, they got a little piece of paper that said, now that I can see, I can read the greatest news of all. And it had John 3.16. One side was Romanian and one side was Russian so that everyone could read it. And we actually had a gentleman put them on and read it. And he said, this is so true. I haven't been able to read in over a year because he didn't have glasses. So something so simple probably made the biggest impact out of everything. Along with that, I don't actually have a picture, but we also had a physical therapist. She is fairly new to physical therapy. She's only been working a couple of years from Memphis, Tennessee. I actually got the privilege to room with her, and she's just such a wonderful person. But she, the work that she did was incredible. You would never think you know, that physical therapy would make the biggest impact. But we had a lady come 
who had had a stroke, and she drug her leg behind her. And she came in and said, oh, my back hurts. She said, well, you're dragging your leg. That's why your back hurts. And so she was able to work with her. I think they, they found a cane or a crutch or something that she could use, and they were able to teach her how to walk again. And therefore, her back pain would go away, but now she's able to walk around without dragging her leg. So, you know, one thing that really stuck out to me is it's, it's the simple things, the little things that make a big difference to people. You know, taking the time to pray with them or just smile at them. You know, they don't necessarily get that. The, um, the people who live in country that were working with us, they kept saying, the Moldovan people are extremely hospital, uh, hospitable but not necessarily to each other. You know, they're, they're very loving towards outsiders. They're so glad you're here, but they're not necessarily the nicest to each other. So for us to, to smile at them, to talk with them, to get to know them, was something that they don't necessarily get every day. And this, I think this is most of our team. It looks kind of small, but it seemed big. Almost, we had almost a translator for every person, so we really got to know our translators as well, they stayed with us the entire week. So we roomed with them, we ate with them. So it was, it was just a really great time to not only get to know each other, but also some of the locals and, and hear their dreams and their hearts and, and how they want to impact Moldova, their own country. So many people that grow up in Moldova, it's, it's so impoverished that they, all they wanna do is get out. They wanna go somewhere else and not a lot of people if they are successful, they don't necessarily stay around in Moldova. But all these young people we worked with, they have a heart for their country, for their people, which was really cool to see um, and something that, you know, I really was able to grab onto and bring back here because, you know, going for a week is great, but the mission field is here. You know, we each have our own jobs, our own lives, our own mission field that is right here where we are. And that's the whole point of short-term missions is, to grab that fire and then bring it home where we, where God has placed us right here um, in this moment. 